I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T. I am your host for this episode of this show and all previous episodes that have come out before. Forgive me for kind of backtracking on what I was about to say there, but I am your host and nonetheless, um, if you never listened to the show before, we talk about some things that picky eaters might be interested in, hence the name Your Food Looks Funny, trying to get people to open up their palates, their taste buds, explore new adventures when it comes to your daily eating routines. And with that said, today we're not actually going to be talking about a lot of food related things. Today I'm talking about tea. Uh, so uh, before I get into tea, the drink that is, or flavors of tea, uh, like you to check out our social media, YFLF Podcast on Instagram, and you can also find us on Facebook. We have a group on Facebook we are, we're at, where we have some great conversations dealing with some odd-looking foods, some things that we just don't like, and uh, we have a good old time in the comment section talking about those things. So if you want to go on there and check that out, please be my guest. Check those things out. Um, moving more into today's episode. So T, um, this episode kind of comes about because myself and my wife just recently took a, a small trip to uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. And Hershey, Pennsylvania obviously is home to Hershey's Chocolate. And I'm going to talk about chocolate on a later episode. But something else that I discovered in the area was that Turkey Hill is actually based out of this area. So we decided to take our Sunday and go on a tour of the Turkey Hill experience. For those of you who don't have never heard of Turkey Hill or don't know what Turkey Hill is, it's an ice cream company, but they also sell tea. I don't know if they're fully national, but they're definitely at least east of the Mississippi, but they sell iced tea. They sell lemonade and random drinks and ice cream. Another thing I didn't know about uh, this area in Pennsylvania that we were in is that it's home to a lot of dairy farms, which is why these two companies, Hershey and Turkey Hill, settled in the area because they're two of the only remaining companies that still use fresh milk. So they rely on that great dairy center of uh, Pennsylvania around the Harrisbury area where the capital is in order to use their fresh dairy in their products. Everybody else is, not everybody else. I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of other people have gone to alternatives, milk powders and substitutes and such that just kind of keep a more consistent uh, flavor and uh, production and cost, whereas milk can vary depending on the cows and diets and some other things. Anywho, didn't want to get too far into uh, the cows and telling all their business, but the tea. So spilling the tea from Marcus T, I tried to drop as many puns as I could right there just to kind of get them out of the way early. That way you don't have to laugh at the corniness later. But tea, I'm a huge fan of tea and a little history on tea. And I wish I had a history button. I only have the science button. But a little history on tea. Tea has been around for about 5,000 years that we know of. About 5,000 from what I did in research today. Keep that in mind as I get to a later point. But tea in general was made up pretty much by accident. Somebody asked for some boiling water back in China or something and some 
they left the water sitting out in a cup somewhere and tea or leaves blew into it that it dried out and it sat there and steeped a little bit and ended up making tea and they loved it. So they had more people make it. The cost uh, of tea was so high because it was a luxury item when people who discovered in quotation marks, these different areas and lands, and they started importing the stuff from China and yada, yada, yada. Tea ends up in a bunch of different places in India and such. And it eventually makes its way to America because America's so young. And I don't know how many people keep that in mind that America, we just had 4th of July not too long ago, 1776, which means our country is only about 250 years old or so. Something like that. If I'm doing the math right, I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anywho. The fact that tea has been around for so long, so long, and so many flavors of tea, and it's a very inexpensive thing now. Back then, it was a luxury item, just like most things. Uh, tea was a luxury item. Chocolate was a luxury item. Um, and another thing we'll talk about later, but just want to kind of dive into some flavors and some things, because the whole purpose of these last few episodes and a few coming forth are strong flavors, and tea can have strong flavors and it can have its own types of flavors that it doesn't seem like you get a lot of foods that are flavored off of tea, but you'll get a lot of foods that are flavored like people like their tea, if that makes sense. Keep up with me here because I'm going a lot of different directions, but it's all tea centered. So with tea, you don't hear about a lot of food items because this is mostly a food show. But you don't hear about a lot of food items that have the flavoring of tea. But, for instance, like I said, we just went to the Turkey Hill Experience, which sells tea, lemonades, and, you know, ice cream. So that's their big sellers. But some of their ice cream flavors can also double as tea flavors. Ice cream and tea. Although they really don't have the same kind of basis. Dairy versus tea, which is mostly just water. Um, the flavorings tend to blend well still, even though you're sweetening up your ice cream in a slightly different way. Your sugars may be different. Your flavorings and the addition of them may be different because we're thinking just hot tea here. Just hot tea. How many people like your hot tea with some sort of sweetener and how many people like theirs a little bit more earthy because that may define how you are. And again, at this experience that we went to, it had one of those uh, almost like one of those social media traps where it asks you to fill out uh, or, or answer a few questions based off of, you know, your lifestyle, how fast do you drive? Uh, what kind of uh, boss or delegator are you? And then after that, all these questions that it asks you, it will spit out what flavor of tea you are. And after putting in my answers, it gave me uh, two different ones, but they were pretty much the same. One was diet uh, tea and one was unsweetened because it was like you don't sugarcoat anything or something like that. I was like, this is this is really corny. And I was like, I, I don't know what I was hoping to get. I was hoping to get my favorite flavor of tea, but apparently I am not that. But. Tea in general, we're, we're talking about tea being flavored similar to your ice cream. So if you think some sort of fruit 
tea. So like a, a berry or an orange or something. People love orange sherbet. It's one of their flavors. Uh, they you had to you could taste samples and all this other stuff. Of course, my wife was in heaven because that's her favorite dessert. Maybe in like her top five favorite foods, it probably is in like her top three, honestly. And uh, I've had this debate with people talking about dessert isn't a food. To her, it is. To her, it is. So you can take that up with her. But this flavor of ice cream that we had was like an orange sherbet mixed with something else. Essentially, there are a lot of teas that are flavored with that same type of citrus, orange peel, something very nice and uh, citrusy, but not overly powerful. But lemon is one of those things. You don't see a lot of lemon uh, ice creams, but you'll get like some lemon sorbets, um, like a lemon blueberry. I make a lemon blueberry frozen yogurt. That's pretty good. But the teas and the ice creams had very similar flavors. And I've started seeing, not at the Turkey Hill place that we just went to, but another place that I like to go called Nice Cream here in Alexandria is they had a honey ginger ice cream that was fantastic. Very subtle taste to it. The sweet, you get the sweetness from the honey. And then you get the nice earthiness from the ginger and it just tastes refreshing. It's not overly sweet. I hate when ice cream is just overly sugary because I already, I'm a one scoop guy anyway. Like my wife would be like, give me your extras. You know, I'll take the large or, you know, three scoops. Me, one scoop and I'm done. You could probably give me the little tasting spoon that they give out of the ice cream places and I'll be done. But as far as tea flavors go in my ice cream. I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan of the subtle notes of that honey ginger that I had. Do I have another flavor for you right now? Not so much. Not so much. Not in the regard that we're talking with the hot flavors. But I want to get to the next thing where I was talking earlier. So I was talking earlier about tea was thousands of years ago. Thousands of years ago. Okay. But the. The fact that I just learned at this Turkey Hill experience, and then I just Googled the mess out of it later. Tea has been around for thousands of years in general, just tea, but it was hot or just room temperature. But iced tea, iced tea wasn't invented until 1904, according to all the Google searches that I did. It was early 1900s. So it was a world fair that happened in St. Louis, which again, we talked about how new America is. And if anybody can come up with an idea of selling something, it's America. So tea had been around for thousands of years, but iced tea didn't come around until at the world fair. This guy was selling hot tea at the world fair in the middle of summer. Who wants hot tea in the middle of the summer? I do not. Okay. Chances are I'm not getting sick or I'm not trying to get sick in the middle, middle of summer. That would be the only reason for me to even think about hot tea in the middle of summer. But he's selling hot tea and nobody's buying it. Nobody's buying it. So he takes a big thing of ice, dumps it in the, the tea to cool it down. Next thing you know, iced tea is a huge hit. People loved it. You get that tea flavor that they've been they've been drinking all winter, all spring long on those cool summer nights. If, if they're lucky, it was a hot blazing day out there. Ice tea comes around. All right. Not the rapper. OK, or not the guy on SVU, depending on which guy, you know, 
But iced tea becomes a big thing just like that. And 100 years later, everybody and their mama is selling iced tea of some sort. Again, Turkey Hill, as far as I knew, was an ice cream brand. And I had to be reminded that they sold drinks at this place. So it was refreshing, which I think I've used refreshing three times already. Let's get a count on that one going. But I had to be reminded that they had drinks. I had to be reminded. They they got the weird little generic bottle. I mean, it was good stuff, though. They had this orange flavored tea where supposedly they had an accident at the fla- at the uh, at the factory and the orange aid that they sold at the time, the line broke and it was starting to run into the regular tea. And it ended up making a 50 50 mix of orange aid and tea. It almost sounds like a ripoff of an Arnold Palmer, but it was orange aid. So, you know, you can't tell them any different, but orange aid and tea mixed together, and it was pretty good. They had a tasting section, so you could just sit there with your little cup and try all these different flavors at the place. It was pretty good. They also made a southern tea. Now, if anybody knows iced tea, it's people in the south, right? Make you a good old simple syrup that's half sugar, half water. Blend that in with your tea, right? That's how you sweeten up some tea. While we're on that subject of iced tea and Southern, I'll mention one of my favorite flavors. If you haven't heard me say it before, peach tea. Okay. I actually did like a little sampler one week of teas, peach teas, that is only peach teas of the different brands. Okay. So I went down the tea aisle in the grocery store and they had so many peach teas. I was like, I should grab about five of these and do a comparison. I was going to do a little video on it. I didn't do the video, but I did do the tasting. So I tasted one every day for an entire week during the week, Monday through Friday. And I had the Peace Tea brand and a few others. I don't have them immediately, and I don't feel like trying to figure out what that is at the moment. But ultimately, my favorite ended up being Bai. If you haven't had Bai's Peach Tea, which is B-A-I, Bai. If you haven't had Bai's Super Fruit, I think it's called, Peach Tea, fantastic. It doesn't have any sugar in it. It's very low. I think it's like uh, 10 or 11 calories. It has a sweetener, obviously. I think it may be uh, sucralose, which is um, Splenda. It would be the same as Splenda in there. But it's fantastic. That's my favorite peach tea right now because it's not overly sweet, but it doesn't lack on peach flavor. That's what I need. Those eight years I spent in Georgia, it's just like I always have peaches on my brain. So whenever I can find a good peach tea or I go to a restaurant that serves a good peach tea, shout out to Hen Quarter here in Old Town Alexandria that sells a fantastic peach tea. But if you got a superb peach tea, you got something good with me. Didn't mean to rhyme there, but I'll take it. Very refreshing. That's number four. I just had to stick that one in there. Um, Tea, let me know. Do you know of any foods, any ice creams, any items, any pastries that you like that are flavored similar to tea? Anything that you like to have go with your tea, some complimentary items. Okay. Are you a honey person? Are you a sugar person? Do you like fruit? Do you like earthiness? Okay. Are you like a simple, just give me the tea. Just give me a black. I don't know if anybody orders just straight tea with no nothing in it. No, 
no cream, no chai. We didn't even talk about chai tea and, and kind of swing around there to like hot tea lattes and, and stuff like that. That's complicated. That's complicated stuff. Okay. I'm an iced tea guy. That's where I shine. If, it, if it's iced tea to be had, I'm going to have it. Now, I know other people go a little bit farther in there with the hot teas. My cousin Daniel is a tea connoisseur. Okay. He grows ginger in the backyard. They got some of the best. Whenever I, I go to their house, which I don't get there as often as I should, but I had him on the Picky Kids episode. If you haven't heard that one and you got kids as well, go back and listen to the Picky Kids episodes. Okay. It's somewhere in the first 15. There are three consecutive episodes where I talk to him and his wife, Kelsey, about feeding their picky kids and their habits, okay? Everybody's either been a kid, been around a kid, had a kid. You know that picky kid that you're just like, you don't eat nothing, do you? I'm not eating that. Okay, that's their child from that episode. So again, if you want to hear that in, in the live recording, go back to the picky kids, part one, two, and three. Check out those episodes, okay? But that's all I got for this one. Moving forward, we've got a few other topics that we want to talk about. Go back to the last episode. Um, I talked about some strong flavored cheeses. If you want to hear more about some of the episodes that I have coming up sooner with the strong flavored items. I've got a few more coming up. One of my favorite spicy food coming up in a few weeks here. It's actually a national spicy day. So I'm going to hold that one until mid-August. For you guys, because I love spicy food. It just doesn't love me anymore. But if you want to comment on anything on tea, on cheeses, if you want to talk about last week's episode or any of the other previous episodes, reach out to the show, call or text 419-77-PICKY or 419-777-4259 to reach out to the show. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned after the music goes off to kind of get a little briefing from me that I pre-record on there. Sorry for cheating, but I'll see you guys next week. All right. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your Food Looks Funny, and call or text to reach out to the show and let us know what you think at 419-77-PICKY or 419 triple seven. Four two five nine.